y'all. It's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. You are joining me for week six of a series I'm calling Whatever. This series is all about our thought life. What are our thoughts supposed to be about or look like? Should they reflect the good or the bad in us? What thoughts honor God? The main scripture for this series is Philippians 4.8. I hope that at the end of this series, you and I will be able to have a Philippians 4.8 thought life and outlook on the world. Over the past five weeks, we have looked deep into the first five descriptor words of what our thoughts should be, things that we should be thinking about. Number one, we should think about things that are true. No place for lies or secrets in the mind of the child of God. We should think about things that are noble, honorable, and respectable thoughts about God, His kingdom, other believers, and ourselves. No place for trashy thoughts in the mind of the child of God. Number three, we should have right thoughts in our minds. These are thoughts that reflect the righteousness of God in our lives. What are his standards of right and wrong, and how are we allowing inputs to affect our thinking? Number four, we should think thoughts that are described as pure, unblemished, and undefiled by the outside forces and influences of darkness, dirtiness, and impurity. And number five, we should have thoughts that are lovely, pleasing, agreeable, and kind toward God fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, and those yet to come to faith in Jesus. Today, we will look at the sixth descriptor. Our thinking should be described as admirable. I want to begin today with getting you to think about a few different things. Let me ask you a few questions, and I want you to picture your answer in your mind. Number one, who is someone you admire? Number two, What is something you admire? Number three, how do you respond when someone expresses admiration for you? Do you have your answers in your mind? Try and keep them there as we go through today's discussion. I want you to keep that warm, fuzzy feeling throughout. Let's begin by reading our key verse, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Admirable. This word, like the word lovely in this verse, is only used one time in the New Testament. What is to be said about this word that only appears once in Scripture? There is much to be said. Let's begin by looking at the definition. It means, well report of, reputable, speaking auspiciously. This same word is also used to mean fair sounding or acceptable. I read the scripture from the NIV, the New International Version, translation. Other translations use the words good report, good repute, or commendable. Okay, so we have that down. So now let's dive into the application portion. What are things that all people would agree upon as being commendable? What are things that all people speak well of? 
Just a few I came up with include courtesy, kindness, peace, a good name, and elevated truths and principles. So with this in mind, I wanted to see if scripture could confirm that my thoughts were correct. I will talk briefly about four scripture verses I found that are relevant. Number one, Galatians 1.10 speaks to us about having a good name, but not in order to please men. Number two, Romans 15.2 encourages us to be good in order to encourage others. Number three, Luke 16.15 tells us that we should value what God values. And number four, 2 Corinthians 6.8 tells us to stand true and firm on what God says and not be swayed by public opinion. So there is some confirmation in Scripture that follow along with things I thought of. That's comforting to know that I'm not way off base in my thinking. So let's strive to speak well of things that are courteous in nature, kind, peaceful, truthful, etc., So admirable means good report. What's another name for report? I thought about the word news. When I thought about that, my mind then went to good news. And the good news is the gospel. That's what gospel means, good news. Jesus' birth, life, death, burial, and resurrection make up the good news story. What are some aspects of the gospel we can learn from Scripture so that we can, like Philippians 1.27 tells us, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. What does Scripture say? Here are a few things from Paul's epistles to the churches. Number one, the gospel, or the good news, has the power to save everyone. Number two, the gospel is to be proclaimed. Number three, the gospel must be confessed. Number four, hold to the truth of the gospel. Number five, the gospel is peace. Number six, those approved by God have been entrusted with the gospel. And number seven, judgment is sure without faith in the gospel. Bottom line, for those of us who believe and confess the good news of Jesus, We should always be found speaking well of Jesus and what he did for us. So I think we get the idea on that. There are things that once our thoughts are in the right place, our words will easily follow. These admirable thoughts will more than likely flow out of our mouths and are a telltale sign of the condition of our hearts. This is all fine and good, but then I got to thinking about the flip side. The opposite of admirable thoughts Here's a quick list of words that are the opposite of admirable. Worthless, contemptible, despicable, unethical, loathsome, base, unworthy, shocking, shameful, dishonorable, ugly, bad, repulsive, unsavory, unlikable, repugnant, disgraceful, shady, mean, vile, low, sordid, infamous, poor, pitiable, unimportant, scandalous, pitiful, disreputable, imperfect, detestable, inferior, reprehensible, 
discreditable and hateful. I feel terrible just reading those words. Has anyone ever used any of these to describe me? Gosh, I sure hope not. And I hope they have not been used to describe you. But I dare say at one time or another, these words could have been used to describe us or our thoughts with our sinful nature rearing its ugly head. The opposite of a good report or good news, well, that's obvious, bad news or a bad report. If the good news of Jesus is a good report, then the news or report of Satan would be bad. What are the things that Satan reports? Lies, deceit, slander. He is the father of lies. And lies are his native language, as Jesus tells us in John eight forty four. So what are lies? Not to insult your intelligence, but lies are untruths. What is deceit? Deceit is the deliberate concealment of the truth. What is slander? Slander is making up or spreading a lie to cause harm to another person. There are many, and I mean many scriptures, that addresses these three words alone. Psalm 5, 15, and 34, Proverbs 6, 10, and 19, and 26, Mark 7, and Colossians 3 are just a few chapters in the Bible that address lies, deceit, and slander. Romans 1, 21 through 32 tells us about a lifestyle of wickedness and godlessness. Let's read verses 28 through 32. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but are also approved of those who are practicing them. Yikes. What a terrible way to live. It does not have to be that way. These verses tell us where these types of godless and wicked patterns begin. Check out verse 28. It says, Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. So, Wicked and godless patterns of lifestyle begin in the mind, in the thoughts. It's not too far-fetched that God's people could operate in a, quote, bad report type of mindset and lifestyle. Jeremiah 9.5 says, Friend deceives friend, and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongues to lie. They weary themselves with sinning. So what should be done when we have been influenced by the father of lies and our thoughts are no longer characterized as admirable? Ephesians 4.31 and Colossians 3.8 has the answer. Let me read Ephesians 4.31 for you. 
It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every other form of malice. Get rid of it. Chunk it out of your life. That's the only solution. In conclusion, as we strive to have admirable thoughts and therefore words of good report, let's keep in mind the admonition Paul gave in Colossians 3.16. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. God, I thank you that you have given us this command to have thoughts that are admirable, that are of good report, that are above reproach. But yet we also know the reality that um, Satan is real and he can infiltrate our minds with lies and deceit and with slander. And I ask right now that my friend, for myself, that we would put on our helmet of salvation, that we would guard our minds against these lies. I pray that we would dwell in the power of the gospel and that we would share that with others. Help us, God, to tell the truth, to be truthful, to be kind and courteous toward all people because in the end that glorifies you when we do that. Start in our minds and in our thoughts and may it come out in our speech. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you still have that warm, fuzzy feeling? I hope so. There are things worth admiring. Our thoughts should be admirable. And that should be at the top of our list. Okay, y'all, that's six descriptors down, two more to go. Next week, we will look at how our thoughts can be excellent, whatever, no matter what. I hope you will tune back in then. Have a great week. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.